So with the holy innocence, you could focus on the trust of Joseph and Mary who listened to the angel's message in the dream and took the child and the mother by night. A lot of faith, a lot of trust in the way God speaks to us. You could take the martyrs themselves, the innocents, what a tragedy in the moment, what a loss, how the families would have been so angry at obviously Herod, but maybe also at God for allowing such a terrible tragedy to take place. And yet now we, in hindsight, can see that even though the loss in this life was awful, what God did for those little ones was tremendous. That they would be celebrated for centuries as the martyrs, the first martyrs, you could say, in a sense, of the Lord. But I would like to focus on Herod. I think there's so much for us to, to ponder, hopefully learn. We are first world Christians, first world Catholics. We have a lot of material abundance, you could say. We don't have a lot of tremendous needs. We're not living in tremendous poverty or misery, which makes us a little self-sufficient. And the more material things we have, the more insecure we can be, always trying to protect the material things that we know can always be lost. We know it can be stolen, can be ruined in a hurricane, burnt, or whatever else. And so we, we can be caught up by, by fear. And, and a need for things, and a distrust in God, distrust in the future, and so a constant living in anxiety, and what fear can do to us, as far as at least blotting out faith, if not also ruining God's plans for us, because we have a closed-mindedness. We can't let God work, because we have to make sure that we control things. So it is worth pondering and, and, and opening our hearts to learn from Herod. And Saint Quod Volt Deus, what a name, 400s. Saint Whatever God Wants, that's his name. Saint Quod Volt Deus, 400s. He writes a beautiful reflection that I just thought I would share. The great king is born as a tiny infant. Wise men are led to him from afar. They come to adore one who still lies in a manger and yet reigns over heaven and earth. When the wise men announce the birth of a king, Herod is troubled and wants to kill him, lest he should lose his own throne. And yet if he believed in him, he would reign here securely, and in the life beyond would reign without end. What a tragedy, right? Herod trying to protect his interests? What a goofball. You lost everything, including your reputation, because the world now looks down on you. The world that you tried to protect that fame and popularity, you lost everything thinking you were protecting it. Herod, why are you afraid when you hear that the king has been born? He does not come to usurp your place. He comes to conquer the real enemy, the devil. But you do not understand this. And so you are in a frenzy, mad with rage. And your determination to destroy the one infant whom you seek makes you inhumanly indifferent to the deaths of so many others. No pity for sorrowing, sorrowing mothers deters you. No sympathy for fathers weeping as their sons are carried to the grave. Nor are you held back by the sobs and crying of the little victims themselves. You slay those little ones because fear in your heart slays you. What a line. You slay those little ones because fear and anxiety in your heart is killing and destroying you. You think... If only I succeed in my purpose, mine will be a long life. But in reality, you are seeking to murder life itself. Christ, 
He, the source of grace, small yet immense, lies in a manger and yet terrifies you on your throne. Unknown to you, he works through you to complete his plans and to free souls from captivity to the devil. Already he has received the children of his enemies into the company of his adopted children. Though they know it not, these children die for Christ, and their parents are mourning the death of martyrs. The Christ child has made babies who are unable to speak, fitting witnesses to himself. This is how he reigns, who had come to reign in no other way. Already the liberator sets free. The Savior offers salvation. Herod, in your ignorance of this, you rage and tremble. But unknown to you, even as you rage against the little one, you are serving him. How great was the grace thus bestowed. Not through merits of their own did these infants conquer the great adversary. They could not speak, yet they confessed Christ. Helpless to enter the battle, they still carried off the palm of victory. So just a little insight from St. Quadvolteus into the mystery of God's design. And just a renewed challenge for us to trust in God's providence. Not to assert our own control. Not to be filled with anxiety over our material status or our current state of affairs. But to really trust God is at work in all things. Therefore, there is no need to be afraid much less allow fear to dictate what we do, or worse, as it described that line, to, to destroy us in our own hearts, fear destroying and consuming ourselves. May the holy innocence intercede for us. They who saw the damage that fear could cause, they who also saw what God could do, even in great loss. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.